1: Bon Beanie everybody, welcome to another episode of Fantastic Cruising. I am Matt.
2: And I am Kimbra.
1: And today we have a very special, well, it was going to be an interview with Mary Miller.
2: It's still kind of an interview with Mary Miller.
1: Look, this is, we're just going to be honest with you, this is what happened. We were going to we were going to marry, no, we were going to, what are we going to do? We
2: were going to interview Mary Miller. We were going to interview
1: Mary Miller about what?
2: About a cruise that she did... To... The Panama Canal... On... A uh, Princess Cruise Line.
1: Yes. But but here's what happened. We had a conversation with Mary Miller. We did. And it was about all those things.
2: It absolutely was. And
1: so much more.
2: Absolutely.
1: Now look, it's an hour long, so we're letting you know that ahead of time. It's a really good conversation with lots of really interesting information a lot of really great insight. Mary is a seasoned traveler on Princess. yes, and so um, I think you'll find this conversation really, really cool. We didn't I could have cut it down, but i I couldn't figure out anything I wanted to cut out of this talk. so uh, we just we just said, you know what? let's just do the whole thing and let people listen to it because I, I think you guys will enjoy it
2: yeah absolutely it's it's funny we were listening to it to kind of figure out where we we're we at with it. And we both looked at each other and said, why are we trying to edit this? It's, it's all relevant, it's all useful, it's all good stuff.
1: So here it is, our interview slash conversation with Mary Miller.
2: Hey Mary, welcome. Hi guys. Hey, so you just went
0: on a really cool cruise, right?
1: It was a really warm I, cruise, I think. Well, that's well true. it was
0: it was certainly a, a really rocky cruise. Um, but I went on 10 days on the um, Caribbean princess through the Panama Canal. It was a partial transit, but uh, it was a lot of fun. and I lived large this time. I decided that you know who needs a retirement fund and I booked a window suite which I actually got at a really good price and, but you know, I, I cruise solo, so I'm already paying double anyway. So you get to a certain point, it's like, what the heck?
1: Why not? (laughs) (laughs) In for a penny, in for a pound, right? Pretty much,
0: pretty
2: much.
1: We saw the, uh, you did a little bit of a live, like kind of feed from your room on Facebook and uh, it was really cool. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I did. I did.
0: I did some live feeds, um, gave a little room tour of a suite that had three walk-in closets. I think there's probably more closet space in that suite than my two-bedroom apartment. <laughs> oh, my god! There are 21 drawers. That's not including the two in the bathroom. Wow. Man. Uh, yeah, it was just amazing, you know, a double vanity bathroom with a Whirlpool tub. The tub, the whirlpool didn't work. That made me sad, but it's okay. Um, A walk-in shower, um, you know, mini fridge, the pull-out couch. There were three chairs, queen-size bed, a whole counter, you know, a um, counter, marble counter that went up against the window so you could look out and see everything. Uh, It Uh was just, I mean, and then all the perks that went with it were just obscene. People were... Hitting me up on Facebook saying they're so jealous of me. And my reply back was, I'm jealous of me too. So <laughs> oh, that's definitely
2: the way to cruise.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah. I've rid myself now. I'm, you know, now I was like, oh, if I ever have to do an interior room again, I'll just like, just stay home. It's lovely. <laughs> it's not worth it. <laughs> oh but, my gosh. Uh, you have there was cru- a problem with the door. The old, yeah. I've cruised with, I've only cruised with Princess. I'm okay. one of those, I'm a loyalist mainly because I want to get, get up to a certain level with the perks. Sure. And when you cruise solo, you get double perks. And when you cruise solo in a cabin, you get credit for three. Oh, wow. So I I leveled up. Um, I went out on my last cruise. I've always cruised Princess. I actually cruised the Caribbean Princess back in 2005. Um, It was only about a year old then. That was with um, the now ex-husband and the boys when they were teenagers. We had two interior rooms. Uh, A family member had sent us on this as a gift and you know so it was a whole different you know feeling and then uh on in 2008 um went with um the fam to alaska on the golden princess and then there was a big gap in cruising because you know life went kind of wacko and then in 2018 i kind of joined at the last minute with uh, my dad and and stepmom and sister and aunts and uncles on a trip um well five day out of fort lauderdale on the gold no on the crown princess okay and i you know booked a crack cabin by myself and my dad was so funny when i called him he says well who are you cruising with i said just me dad and get off my lawn i can do whatever i want (laughs) (laughs) But i found out by doing that you know i was already going to pay double but i got credit for two so i walked on that cruise as uh, like gold level, walked off as ruby. On this one, I came on as ruby, and I walked off as platinum. Wow. Okay. So, I leveled up in two cruises. I actually got credit for five.
1: Wow. Nice. So, okay, how how does Princess do that then? So, I've never heard of ruby, so it goes, it goes, it goes what?
0: Your, your first cruise, you're blue, and then your okay. second cruise is gold, and then you go to ruby, which I think goes to like five cruises, and then after that, then you go to platinum, and of course, everybody wants to get to elite because that's when you get basically the, a lot of the perks that you would get is if you were in a suite. You know, oh. first down, first in, exclusive dining here, uh, the free um, dry cleaning and laundry, um, some internet package that comes with it. Though I bought the internet package for mine, uh, just a lot of perks. You know, exclusive lounges, places to eat. Uh, you know, so you have all that, and, and but you know, platinum's not bad either. So when I, I'm actually going to be going to Alaska in August, on the, what am I going on the Emerald Princess, and so I'll be on platinum when I walk in there. So nice. again, I, I'm kind of a loyalist. I go for the perks so that uh, you know you can you can parlay those. And since, like I said, I'm paying double anyway you know, I can, I can level up faster. It's just like gaming. We're just leveling up. <laughs>
1: <laughs> exactly. Exactly. So, okay. So it was a 10, it was a 10 day cruise and you right. got triple. So that was like, do they count it by the day that you're at sea?
0: You get two counts like for, for status. They'll count, you know, cruises and such, but then they also do a day count. So that say, for instance, and I manage, and this will be part of my, my story with folks. Um, uh, on cruise Critic, I hooked up with some folks that like to do trivia, and the gal that was kind of heading that up, she was the most traveled person on that particular ship, and she was just shy of a thousand uh, cruising days with uh, Princess. Wow! And and so I actually will have like I think I have like twenty nine days. Um, so they kind of give two counts. So you get like credits and and you know accolades when you have so many days with them cruising. But as far as the Captain Circle program, uh, you can level up by how many cruises. And like I said, I'm in a mini suite when I go to Alaska, so I only get credit for two. But you know, I, amazingly enough, as I was like, tell people I'm in a window suite with all the perks for ten days. It is still, it was still cheaper than my seven day Alaskan cruise is going to be.
1: Whoa, wow. Okay. All right. That's yeah. Alaska can get a little
0: pricey. I, I'm doing a balcony <laughs> for the first time in Alaska and i am doing the mini suite mainly so i can get the club dining so i did the mini suite club dining which is like the mbr on steroids
1: okay nice
0: yeah so and when i since i cruise solo uh i you know by doing that i don't have to worry about you know even if i did traditional dining or anytime dining getting stuck on a table with people i don't want to you know i can eat by myself which i'm perfectly happy with so where did this cruise go to well, we left out of um, Fort Lauderdale, and our first stop was Grand Cayman. It's my first time there, and I really liked it. Um, I, I'm i not a water adventure creature person. Uh, <laughs> I kind of like the shopping and the museums and the architecture and the history of a location. And so I did like two tours. One basically took you around to look at stuff, and then the second one, uh, we went to hell, so you know you have yeah, to do that. Right. Of course, yeah, that's required. And um, then, of course, we did the you know the the rum tastings. Um, and I'm telling you that fat that Seven Fathoms rum is to, is is good rum. I, I haven't know had it alcohol. yet, but it's,
1: it's intriguing—just the whole concept of it. But it's it's yeah. pretty good stuff.
0: Yeah, I I kind of know my alcohol. I am an insurance after all, and um, <laughs> yeah, and, and it was it was pretty yummy. Uh, you know, and of course, I'm a big proponent of day drinking when all possible. So I really <laughs> enjoyed it. And but the best thing about everything in Grand Cayman is when I was between my two tours, I was walking around uh, the town there in Georgetown cut through one of the little areas with a shopping and there was a street vendor selling, um, you know, food. I walked by and it smelled delicious. I'm like, well, what am I, what am I smelling? And they said, he says it's salt water fritters. And I'm like, okay, here's a dollar. He gave me one. Cause they come two for a dollar. But I said, just give me one. I didn't, you know, if I didn't like it, I didn't want to throw them both away and I ate the first one and I came back and ate more. So give me one. <laughs> and then people were wandering around going, what is this? I was like, just trust me, eat these.
1: You um, think it was like conch or something, or or fish? I know or I that? think
0: it, I think it was. I don't know what it was. All I know is that it was the yummiest thing that I ate my entire cruise, and that's saying something because <laughs> I did chef's table.
1: Nice. Oh, okay, wow. so yeah, <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so the
0: street food was as good as anything I could get. <laughs> Not to put down what I got at chef's table because that was—I mean, there was there was all sorts of yumminess there. But I'm like, I will always remember those. And then the other fun thing I got to do at Grand Cayman is I. Um, You guys, since you kind of follow me on Facebook, you know my many literary interests, and I'm a big Jane Austen person. And I went to the library, the main library there on the island, and got to talk to the librarian. We talked about Jane Austen. Um, I always, anytime I go to a library or bookstore, I always take pictures of anything Jane Austen and post it amongst the Jane Austen sites. And they actually gave me, for a souvenir, one of their uh, library cards. Oh, Oh, that's Cool. Yeah, so I was really excited to get a library card from Grand Cayman. It's, it's, like, it's like look, look at this really look. I spent thousands of dollars so I can get you know. And I was at my library last night, and I was telling the librarians, and they thought that was pretty cool. So
1: that is that's that's awesome. really cool. So so that was the first stop. How many days did it take you to get there? Was that like a day at uh, sea had, and then Grand
0: Cayman? Yeah, day at sea, and then we were there, and then. um What else did we do? Oh, then from there, our next stop was Cartagena, Colombia. Okay. And boy, that was fun. Um, A lot of walking, which I'm okay with. And it was hot and sunny. I actually got some sun that day, but I got to experience um, the street vendors, which I've now put on as shopping as a contact sport. (laughs) Because they were very aggressive and they don't seem to realize I negotiate for a living. So when they're trying to, you know, tell me I'm going to, you know, that a refrigerator magnet costs 20 bucks i'm like yeah i don't think so and (laughs) i'll give you five and leave me alone and of course they're putting hats on your head right and oh for ten dollars i was like you know i'll give you one and they're like they walk away and i I collect money from around the world and so um they were selling like boards that have coins glued on them and he's like 35 and i said i'll give you 20 it was because there's 20 coins Right. You know, I figured, you know I, you know, I realize these guys are working hard. I have to give them props. It was a clean city. I mean, obviously, it's not like, you know, walking in, you know, the United States. But those people were working it. And when we drove <laughs> around and went to things, it was really clean. I mean, compared to Indianapolis at certain times, I'm like, I had to give <laughs> props to these folks. They were doing well. Uh, but yeah, it was, it was a little intimidating. But then again, I kind of found it a sport. We did a tour, a walking tour of the old city. Um, you know, it was very, I mean, just, I love the history of stuff. We went to some museums, you know, got a flavor of the area. Uh, I just, I, I, like I said, I'm not a, I'm not a beach person. I've done that a lot, of, oh, you know, over the years, you kind of, you know, you always went to Florida for vacations and things. I enjoy, uh, the history. And so we really had fun with that. And then we had another sale day. And then the next day after that is the Panama Canal. And the one thing about the window suite, I'm on level six, so when I woke up that morning with the tugboat bringing the pilot on and shining their beacon into my very <laughs> dark room at like 610 and scaring the bejesus out of me, I woke up <laughs> real fast and literally you look out the window and there's the lock. I may have, you may have seen some footage if I posted it. It was like, there's I mean, it's right there. Yeah. Um, and you know People in balconies, yeah, they got to look. But when you're in a window suite, you look right out there and there's the lock. And you go to the first one, and you go to the next one, and and then, you you know, you eventually get to the lake, and you get to see the backlog of everybody waiting to come in or out. It was, you yeah, know, and we went through the new
1: locks. Right, the new ones that are, they're bigger now, so they can accommodate. Yeah, they
0: are, they're, they're bigger to let everybody in, um, and that's a good thing, because, you know, we were, we weren't butting up against it, but, you know, I could have stuck a, when, if I could open my window and you know maybe took one of those hangers that you know kept banging in my closet, I could hit <laughs> that wall, It'd be real easy. So,
1: I, I've heard was, that that going through the Panama Canal just the, it's just really cool just to just to see the engineering feat that is oh, the yeah. Panama Canal. The yeah, if you're an
0: engineering person, if you were anybody who likes mechanical. Um, anything of a just the technology of it i mean i've been to the hoover dam i've been to some of these these major um areas and you're thinking these were done like in some cases a hundred plus years ago and right. you think you know technology is only you know happens and you know right now you think technology you think computers and, right. and software and things like that when you want to see you know true technology and and true um, engineering let's put it that way yeah. you go to things like the Panama Canal you know the Hoover Dam uh, things that were you know that were so labor intensive uh, and you know my background is in insurance and my, my specialty is workers compensation so I'm the person that handles the stuff when somebody would, to, would be hurt while making things like that building right. things like that so you, you know when they talk about how many people you know lost their lives doing it and all the other stuff for me that's very personal.
1: Sure. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I know being from St. Louis, I saw several documentaries over the years on the St. Louis Arch and all the Oh, exactly. All the stuff that went like that stuff wouldn't even be able to be built like that anymore. Of course, I guess we have better safety regulations, but back then it was almost like, well, we only lost five guys building this. <laughs> so that's we Well, I, I mean I hate to sound
0: <laughs> terrible, but on really big projects like that, that kind of goes into the budget. When you're talking about, you know, what's going to happen. Yeah. And I've been to the arch. I mean, I, like I said, I've been to a lot of these you know, these engineering wonders, you know, the empire state building, things like that, that were built. Obviously the the catalyst of safety on the, on the job site were because of these things, right. But they, but they still were able to be built, but they were just, you know, extremely labor intensive and just the, the fact that they were able to build it with the engineering skills that they had at the time um, compared to what we have now, it's still amazing. It's sure. still amazing. Absolutely. Great. Okay, so, so where did you head next? Okay, so after the Panama Canal, <laughs> when well, we went to sea, and when we left um, Grand Cayman, that's when the boat went a rocking a lot. <laughs> um, there was, there was, we all walked around like a bunch of drunk people um, <laughs> a lot. It was, it was kind of some rough seas. You know, I do the Dramamine, the ginger stuff. I do the wrist, you know, the c band. So other than the fact I just, you know, walked around like I was drunk when I wasn't. Um, was, <laughs> I didn't drink nearly, you know, I don't get to the drink. Was it the or Seven Fathoms
1: rum or was it the... No, was it the- <laughs> no,
0: actually, I mean, one day, because I could have the special dining for, you know, sweet people, you know, I can have mimosas at breakfast. And I'm like, even one day, I'm like, I don't even want to drink any alcohol today. I just right. want, give me my ginger ale and just tell totally everything <laughs> stays where it's supposed to be. Our next stop after the Panama Canal was supposed to be Costa Rica, and we were literally backing in to the harbor. We were five minutes from the port, and they waved us off. Oh, oh I and saw, I saw the video. Yeah. That
2: water, yeah, was it was,
0: it was crazy. Um, we actually left the Panama Canal. Three hours late because they had like 300 people on a tour that went through the old locks that got behind um, just because the old locks take a lot longer to go through, and they actually went to the Pacific and then came back, and with the delays and everything, and then one of the buses broke down. This mm-hmm. is all, and this is all cruises through the. Through princess because that's the only option you had at the panama canal you couldn't book with anybody else okay and so they had to hold the boat for the 300 people so we left three hours late to begin with but he just i don't know he just put the pedal to the metal and just flew to costa rica but we were literally five minutes from docking so we jokingly called that we went to costa rica <laughs> um you know because we we were almost there and, and folks that were having uh, breakfast up in the uh, Buffet said they saw that we were getting close and then all of a sudden the pilot boats on each side just kind of veered off. And then about a minute later, the captain came on and said, sorry. So needless to say, the um, the staff was scurrying real quick to figure out what they're going to do with us with that extra day. Right. And it- within about an hour, I mean, I'm sure they have the contingencies, but within about an hour, they had stuff ready for us to, you know, well, we're going to be doing this program at this time and this program at this time because... Um, they had to do something with us because
2: right. we. Right. So they came would. up. So they came up with some activities and stuff for you guys to do. Since of course you were going to be on the ship the whole. Oh day.
0: yeah, and the other complicating factor is they were supposed to have some crew changes, and also we were supposed to get rid of the entertainers that were on the boat and get new entertainers. <laughs> oh. And those entertainers were supposed to be scurrying around to go to other boats to start, you know, performing on other ships with Princess and we're all basically you know we're basically being held captive on the boat and i spent some time with the comedian and the magician that was on board because you know we're just sitting around and like hey let's you know we're just hanging out because they can't go anywhere either they were packed up ready to go through immigration to hop on a bus to go to an airport to fly to another port to get on another ship they could do none of that plus they had some crew turnover so they had to figure out how to get all those people in in Costa Rica to where they needed to be to join oh, wow. up with us when we went to to Jamaica, so that was a logistical nightmare
3: I guess
2: wow, that's crazy. I'm sure they have you know plans for that sort of stuff when it happens
0: or yes, sort of, sort of. <laughs> um but you know it was uh it it was crazy, and the worst part was is that that morning I had like a really big combo bus walking tour plus i was going to do some because it was also going to be a long port for us we were going to be there for a while and so the friends i was hanging out with that i met up that we were playing trivia with we they were telling me you could go over here on this you know two blocks over from the port there's a grocery store i could go to to get Colombian coffee and other things and so i was ready to go and i was eating this huge breakfast because i wasn't going to have lunch you know, cause I'm all this walk-in and everything. And I had just finished breakfast. And then he said, we're not going anywhere. I'm like, Oh my gosh, but I ate all the food.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> I was miserable till about like what dinner that night. Cause I was like, I didn't plan on eating the rest of the day. So I ate this huge breakfast, which is not me. And I ate it early. And so that was, you know, first world <laughs> problems. I know, but, but uh, it was a lot of fun. I mean, we had fun and that night was, um,
3: That was also the night I
0: I probably started, you know, oh, let's go shopping in the jewelry store. So, you know, (laughs) got to have the trinkets. But the really interesting thing was, is the music performer, um, Rick Steele, who had already done his shows and everything, he met with the production crew and and Princess has their own onboard orchestra, you know, know, (laughs) is about, you know, 10 people that can play anything at any time. Right. They put together an a impromptu show that night in the Princess Theater for everybody. He did three shows, back to back to back. Wow. It was like an hour rehearsal beforehand. <laughs>
1: huh. That's impressive. Yeah.
0: Yeah, so he came on board. Another thing, though, about the rough seas in production shows, as you know, anytime now, production shows have a lot of aerial acts. They got drones. They got techno things. Um, drones don't like... Um, rough seas computerized stuff they don't like it when things aren't real level <laughs> and one of the shows because i went on a production tour and the senior production guy was telling us one of the shows where they have the drones and the singers doing it the real one really rough night when they just did the show early one night and then canceled the rest of them until the next day they took out the drone ports because apparently in the past the drones kind of get them Mind of their own, and they'll like fly into the singer about knock her off the stage. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, and they don't do anything with aerial acts when things are rocking and rolling. There's yeah. just you know, and, makes you know you, well, yeah, and you see on the other ships, you know, I watch the vlogs with other folks, and they do all these fancy things. That's got to be you know the water shows and the aerial acts and things like that. That has to be when you're literally sailing in a pond that doesn't move because there's just so many technical aspects that can go wrong. And that one of the the main production show that has all the techno stuff in it and the aerial acts is so technical that when the, the production manager had been sick, got like a 24 hour bug on the cruise before us, they had to cancel the shows that night because he knows the ninety marks that they have to hit throughout the show. <laughs> oh my gosh! And he's like, he's the only one that knows them. So they had to cancel that particular one. That's which is interesting because everything has to be so so technical and so you know computerized now in some of these shows that um, I don't know if that's good or bad. Uh, right. I mean, you know, there's something about having, you know, some of the biggest applause of the shows that I went were the ones when you had just a single performer with a band behind them. I mean, yeah, you got the singers and the dancers and all this stuff, but the, 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 the passengers seem to be more um, impressed by like a single person performing in front of them.
1: Well, that, that makes me think of ensemble. like over special effects in movies nowadays, when it's just like, they lose the, the whole, put like storyline and point to the movie and it just becomes a special effects extravaganza. Like give me some puppets and a plot and I'm much happier. You know, it's kind well, of,
0: yeah. Yeah. There's just, you can, your brain can only process CGI so
1: fast. Right. Right. And it's, it's, I mean, that's all impressive, but after a while, if you get too much of it, it's not impressive anymore. It's just what you expect. And, and now yeah. I'm still looking for the, the core heart of the show. And maybe they've lost it because they've got too many. Well, Matt, you can appreciate
0: that. You and I are of the same age. You can appreciate, um, you know, the the scene in in the Senate with um, Yoda going after, you know, with whipping his, you know, whipping his lightsaber out and whipping all over the place, <laughs> and he's going so fast, it's like you all you see is this screen little guy in a little line of you know a line going all across the screen you <laughs> right. can't process that <laughs> you know, you know, it's just it's just too much but but you know it was really interesting that these guys and the cruise director and his staff i have to give him so many props uh duval gamble is the cruise director and he is hilarious and very personable one thing is except for a couple like very elite like events we never saw the captain we were joking that we're pretty sure that he had a cot on the bridge and was living up there on this cruise just to make sure that everything went well because, you know, it kind of was, and Princess has the reputation of being, you know, a cruise line for older folks, which I'm okay with. I, you know, I don't need climbing walls. Um, I don't need trampolines or go-kart tracks or, or, you know,
3: roller
0: coasters coasters. quite frankly i can do that on land right Yep. i don't do that anymore i mean some of the stuff i've never done and i don't need to build on roller coasters anymore you get to a certain you know age in life a certain period in life in my opinion your ass should never go over your head so (laughs) i'm not doing that on a ship for crying out loud i'm not going to do that at king's island i'm not or disney i am not doing that on water so um, you know, so it was it was an older demographic and there was hardly any children. There were less than twenty children on the entire ship and most
1: of those oh. were officers' kids.
0: Oh wow. Okay. But you know, you think about it, it's mid January, a ten day cruise, you know, people with kids, they're all in school, which Yeah, that's right?
1: that's not an easy thing to yeah. do if you have kids for sure.
0: That may have been the reason that I picked that cruise. But <laughs> <laughs> my kids are in their thirties. So, you know, I'd rather <laughs> hang out with my thirty year olds than, you know other people's five-year-olds right So i
2: I hope our cruise doesn't have a lot i mean it's the end of february it's before spring break so we shouldn't have. yeah i think we'll have a
1: a limited amount of kids it's a shorter cruise but i think it'll be yeah less than than some i've gone on definitely less than a summer cruise on you know some of the different (laughs) lines
0: and another thing i did on the cruise is i ate my way around the
1: entire ship there's a lot of dining options
0: I ate at, if there was a place to eat on that ship, I ate it. And that was by design. <laughs> I wanted to like experience everything. And like I said, everything from the drive-by ice cream cone. I miss my drive-by of ice cream cones. <laughs> and drive-by pizza to chef's table, which I was able to get on, you know, they only were, like a dozen people. And since I was a single, we ended up being a table of 11. So I I, I lived low and i lived high as far as the food was concerned
1: hey i mean my favorite some of my favorite things are the soft serve ice cream on the ship
0: yeah i i missed i was sad when i got my last you know drive by ice cream cone it's like oh it's my <laughs> last one <laughs> i only did it a few times but it was just so nice that you could just you know you know go upstairs and oh i could get an ice cream cone this is awesome
2: well they're making like uh there's like a soft serve machine now you remember seeing that
1: soft serve machine
2: like like you can put it in your kitchen oh yeah, that, yeah. I, don't,
1: I don't even want to think about that because that's just
0: you can
2: make your own <laughs> not anything
1: that i should have no that should you be would... kept far away from me
0: <laughs> <laughs> same here you know when things get rough you know i can drive by a a Dairy Queen or a Chick-fil-A and they have both have really good soft serve ice cream. Yeah. So, <laughs> when things get really dangerous. rough, I go get me a, you know, it's time to go get a chocolate dip cone. So, <laughs> but I had, I had, I did, like I said, I had the chance to eat at all the various venues, um, the, the pay for venues, the, um, the free venues. And, you know, I did the steakhouse. It was okay. Um, I live in the world of, you know, steak and potatoes. Uh, I, you know, Kimber, Kimber I, I live where St. Elmo's is, so needless oh, yeah. to say, yeah, you know, it was really hard for me to get excited about, you know, oh, look, it's another steakhouse. And I ate, you know, I left half the food behind because the portions were so big. Yeah, um, You know, I was like, I can't eat all this. And and I didn't eat a lot. You know, that's the thing. is like, you know, I just got the smallest of everything and there was still too much. So, yeah. It's, you it's know. weird,
1: like, in the MDR, the, the portions are, like, nice and small and... That's kind of a good thing. If, when, every time I see them, I'm like, that's it. But then when, after I eat like four courses and I'm like, I'm glad that was it. But you go to like one of the pay restaurants and it's it's back to, yeah, like I remember I, I got a steak one time. It was like 25 ounce steak or something like that. And I was like, oh, I felt like the Flintstones. So. It's it's too much. It's too much food, but it's delicious. Oh, exactly, <laughs> exactly.
0: Um, when I went on the Crown two years ago, it was a five dayer. We went to went to like Amber Cove and, and Grand Turk. Uh, we only ate at for dinner because we had the sign, You know, we did the um, traditional dining with, and we all got together every night to have dinner as a family. You know, in the main dining room, I didn't feel, and I ate a lot of my my luncheons and, and breakfasts in the main dining room. Everything was proportion. I didn't feel like I was like, you know, it was just enough. And I enjoyed that. This time, since I decided to eat my way around the ship, sometimes the proportions weren't really, you know, large. I went to the steamers, which was the seafood place. I went to Planks, which was, you know, all about the meats. Um, I did uh, Sabatini's, which is the Italian restaurant, which I got to go to free on the first night because mm-hmm. that's part of the thing when you're in the suite. Um, you know, so I got a chance to to, to eat the good stuff and but the main dining room was great uh, room service was great i wasn't real keen about the buffet but i'm not a buffet person yeah. i don't like going to hunt for my food <laughs> <laughs> give me a menu let me pick out what i want and then bring it to me i don't want to have to go on a, you know a search and destroy mission to go find something to eat um the second time i ate there twice the second time was better than the first time but you know they had like prime rib and things like that so i you know i just kind of loaded up on proteins but but, yeah, I was not – you know, the, the buffet has never been anything that I've been excited about going to eat anyway, so. Yeah.
2: Right. Um. So
0: where are we? You went to Costa Rica. To Costa Rica. <laughs> and, and then, then – So we got two C days back-to-back. And then our final stop was in Falmouth, um, um, Jamaica. And I was kind of thinking that if we were going to miss a port, based upon what I had been seeing on – the interwebs and and stuff the week before. Cause I, since I was on the internet, you know, I had the internet package. I was still like coming in on people's um, call it, you know, people's live shows and checking boards <laughs> and stuff um, and checking in with folks. And I know that like the independence of the seas had missed Jamaica the week before we were there. And I really thought Jamaica would be the port we would miss. If we, Cause I figured we we're going to miss one. Um, mm. There was just too much, too much rough seas and, too much and in light of things seismic activity i actually right. been monitoring that since before christmas there's been a lot of earthquakes in the caribbean area since before christmas so when puerto rico got hit i was not surprised
3: yeah, yeah.
0: Um, and then what happened yesterday for those you know we're taping this the day before we take this um they were doing, you know, they had the the earthquake in Jamaica that you know that yeah. was felt as far as Miami. So I really wasn't surprised. So I was I was kind of hoping it was Jamaica would be the one we missed because I'd been there before. But I still had a great time. We got there. I went on a tour of uh, Rose Hall with the the White Witch and everything. And and of course, there's a pub underneath. So I got to day drink rum punch at ten o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Um, and you know, got to do some shopping and you know you see you kind of drove around we went through montego bay and kind of drove around there and i had been to Ocho rios many years ago for a work trip and things like that so you know it's everything is very good one thing about the caribbean everything is so green and lush um you you know even even areas that one would think would be downtrodden and 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 such it's still green and lush and white yeah
1: It just so, grows. Things just grow there.
0: <laughs> yeah, things just grow, and, and of course, in Jamaica, the thing that grows is the thing that you can. So they don't <laughs> smoke it as much. They use it in everything else. So, but we did go by a weed store where the guy was dressed up like with like a weed, you know, wanting you to come into the store, like <laughs> like wow, I just you know I can't wait to see that happen, and and you know I'm driving through my neighboring states that that do that kind of stuff, and I'm like oh, there's just something about you know you have you have somebody you know doing the the dancing pizza or something or in some sort of costume for Halloween. And here you have somebody dancing like a big pot leaf in front of you. <laughs> <laughs> that was, that was a lot of fun. Uh, but that night uh, was also the captain's party. And my friend Pia, who was our trivia captain, if you will, and was the most cruise person she got to bring all of us. So it was like her, her posse got to go mm. with her to the captain's party. And we're sitting in the front of everybody, and we got all the drinks we wanted. And then uh Pia was – she only ate at the buffet, so she made me go up to the buffet with her. And, we, of course, we both went with – you know, I had a gin and tonic in both hands. She had Sauvignon <laughs> Blanc in both hands. And we – you know, at that point, we 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 were having too much fun going up to the buffet with – you know. But I said, well, you're the queen of the ship right now. You can do whatever you want. So, <laughs> so we did. Um, so – so,
1: so the cruise was good though, even though you had some rough seas, you still had a great, oh, it was, great trip.
0: It was it was a wonderful trip. Um, like I said, I got to meet some people that I linked up with thanks to like Cruise Critic and Facebook, you know, the roll calls and things like that. Had tea with a mother and daughter um, that were from Oklahoma who were part of the group that got caught on the, the whole thing with um, the Panama Canal delay. So I, we had mm-hmm. tea the day after, so I got the whole skinny on that. And I mean, they were literally rationing, ra- rationing their food that they were given as part of the tour because they weren't sure when they were going to get back. And, you know, so they didn't get back to the ship. It was like 930 at night and they had left at like 730 that morning. Mm. So that was a long day. There was food and drink on the ferry, but once they got off on the buses and stuff, you know, it was like, oh, here's a banana and here's like this. And they were like, they, when they thought <laughs> things were happening, we better save the banana for later. So... um <laughs> Yeah. And then we did some room tours. Some of us kind of went and checked each other's cabins out. Everybody oohed and nodded mine. Was, I was going to say, were
1: all, you were probably the, the star oh, there.
0: <laughs> Yeah, it was crazy. And people were like, this is so cool. I, said, I know, right? And I'm like as, as amazed as they were. You know, you could, I knock on the door and you open it up. Oh, here, have some orange chocolates, a little treat for you. Okay. Yeah. Um, <laughs> there was a problem with my bathroom door. One of the hinges was messed up. Now, if I'd been at home... I would have got my step stool out because I'm all of 410, climbed up there, hooked that thing up. It would have been done. Um, The rocking ship and me dragging a chair over and standing on it probably wasn't a good idea. So I asked (laughs) them to help me with it. And you would have thought that it was a terrible thing that happened. And they felt so bad because the next later on that day, there's a handwritten note and a plate full of chocolate covered strawberries in my cabin three hours later. We're so sorry to have inconvenienced you. Oh my (laughs) goodness i'm like again i've ruined myself for cruising because i've never say, had that kind of service again you're
1: living, you're living like the like the other people now you're,
0: you're like, yeah yeah I'm, you know i'm, I'm living large I, I don't have a problem with that yeah. and as, as i explained to a lot of people i was like you too could do this you know for money you know who needs a retirement plan um you know, so, you, know you know 401ks are highly overrated so <laughs> but you just got all the you know the high-end you know you your bathroom amenities were really nice. You had all the goodies there. Um, it was just a lot of fun. It was, But the one thing I still just drives me crazy, I know, Matt, you you love going to tea time. Yes. Um, yeah, tea time is fun. Well, I tea time a lot because that's all I drink. And I have a friend who's an expat who owns a tea shop here in Indianapolis, and I go to for there for events. In fact, I'll be having tea there in a couple of weeks. And the tea time on Princess... They serve Lipton's tea. Oh. And, in the, and in the tea world, that's like tea dirt. Yeah. In a yeah. bag.
1: It's like and, Bud Light for people that know what beer tastes like.
0: Oh my gosh. <laughs> yeah. It's, you know, it's it's the Bud Light of teas. And um I'm just like, oh no, I'm not I mean, that's an insult to Bud Light, quite frankly. <laughs> um, maybe the Keystone Light of Teas might go. be more. more <laughs> um so I always make them bring me like a pot of, since it's in the afternoon anyways, bring me like a fresh pot of like a chamomile or something. And it would just irritate them that, you know, it's like, Ugh. and I think these, this could be these people's first, in, you know, introduction to tea and you're serving them lip because They don't serve that in the MDR for breakfast or if you want tea or anything like that. They serve really nice teas everywhere else. But on Tea Time, they get the cheapest tea known to man. And that's what they serve to everybody.
1: That's that's weird because on Carnival, where I've done Tea Time, which is the same company, they do do have Lipton. But for like, I think like a, a buck or two, you can upgrade and they'll let you choose from a A nice selection of teas. They're not like the most extravagant teas in the world, but they're they're definitely not Lipton. You know, there's different flavors and they're herbal teas and different choices. And uh, yeah, so I would I would have expected Princess to have at least that opportunity to I know, right? Maybe they. Maybe they lost their tea overboard in the storm.
0: <laughs> oh, I don't know. The Boston Tea Party was like 200 years ago, so you can't use that. <laughs> but no, it was because it was like that on the crown too. And I'm like, are you kidding me? And I did give the chef at, at chef's table a bit of what for about that. Yeah. And he's like, well, you know, he's almost like he didn't really, and he, this guy was Irish. So I think he got it when I'm like, why yeah. are you guys very people lifting? Um, now you can buy a really nice, you know, Yeah, the little coffee tea bar next to the international cafe. Um, You know, you can, which I did a couple times in the morning. You know, if I was going to be out and about, I you know didn't want to go the or sometimes before the MBR was open. was open, I would get some tea. Um, But you know, it's like why? But their scones are really good. I have to give them props for their scones. <laughs> so, you know, they kind of made it up. But, you know, like I said, I just, that's one of my things. I'm, I'm like, really? Lipton's?
1: <laughs> just grab Come some on. of the good tea at breakfast and take it with you. if it's. A
0: little... <laughs> yeah, I know. I mean, really, guys? That's the best you can do. You got to be kidding me. Um, so that was a little disappointing. Uh, let's see, where else did I? the M- and I had the club club dining in the MBR. So we even got extra stuff. It's, it's kind of like when you go to a restaurant, I eat out a lot and you go to a restaurant, and you figured out what you want on the menu, and then they say, well, well, there's some things that aren't on the menu. The chef has some extra stuff, and it just makes your decision making that much more complicated. <laughs> right. I mean, that's what the, the club dining was, because just about the time I'd figure out what I want, they'd come over, and they'd say, oh, Mrs. Miller, but we have this and this tonight. That's not on the menu, but since you're in the club dining, you know, I'm like, darn it. Now I have to figure out what I want to eat now. And you're like again, first world problems, but so it's like, yeah. oh, yeah,
1: yeah, no, I have That would to be a, that would be a nightmare for Kimbra. I can tell you that right now
2: Actually, it might be pretty easy for me think? because I'm so picky that there's usually only one thing. Yeah. And then if they come out and say there's this and this and this, it's like it's probably got this on it that I don't like and it's probably got this on it that I don't like. <laughs> so I'd be fine with just this this That's, one item that I can eat. That's
0: they probably, you know, and they'll make anything you want. So, um, but I do have to tell you guys about trivia. Yeah, I hooked up with, with two folks that travel a lot and, um, they were friends that met on a ship years ago and were part, you know, um, Trivia's then and after pia's husband died um her friend gary still kind of you know they would cruise on a lot of you know they say i'm gonna go on this cruise okay well i'll you know i'll book a cruise and go with you or something like that but we i mean we were cutthroat you know six <laughs> people we weren't even allowed to talk at the table we have to write down what we were discussing because oh, we did not want, to, don't want right. to
1: give give the answers away
0: Oh, and I the very first crew the very first trivia on the on Tuesday morning when one of the questions was, you know, what does Doctor Who travel in? And I'm like, Give <laughs> me
3: the piece of paper you know?
0: <laughs> And then like the like when one of the questions is like, you know, what what's the name of a character what what character it was like a multiple choice. The Jason Momoa played, you know, and it was, of course, it was this character from Game of Thrones. I didn't watch Game of Thrones, but trust me, I know Jason Momoa. So I'm like, (laughs) it's D, mark down D. Um, (laughs) There was a couple questions that they did not take my answer, and I was right and they were wrong. Uh Oh. Um, Yes. And one was a, a drinking question, and I said it was Argentina. They said, no, it's Chile. It was about what South American country produces the most wine. And, Hmm. and they were like, no. And I'm like, okay, fine. You all owe me, you all owe me a drink when I'm right. (laughs)
3: And I was right.
0: Yeah. I thought so. And then the other one was, uh, you always remember the answers we didn't get. We played we played trivia 15 times. Whoa. Wow. We, we won outright 10 times. (laughs) We were, we had tiebreakers where we lost twice. And the reason we lost is that they weren't questions that they gave them. They were guesses so that they could give the other people a chance to win. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you were running the table on the trivia. We
0: were running the table on trivia. <laughs> and, but I was so disappointed. There was no Jane Austen trivia questions, <laughs> and there were no Sherlock Holmes. Tri- trivia questions 2 areas that I you know that I'm really involved in and I was really bummed out about it and like you gotta be kidding me (laughs) like for instance do you know what color the L is in the Google logo don't look it up
1: oh let me think about that Uh, I want to say it's I want to say it's red
2: I was gonna say green it's green yeah 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 so we we, you know (laughs) there's only one green right the rest of it's it's
0: blue red and yellow yellow right and so we remember the questions we got wrong um (laughs) and one of them that again what was the longest pipeline and i see an oil pipeline and they all went russia what country and i'm like it's canada you know no it's russia i'm like you know i'm writing c we get the point where you had the shorthand we didn't even have to write the whole word out Um, You just wrote a letter and circled it, and they knew which country or what you meant. (laughs) on the question, it wasn't even a multiple choice question, you know. For Argentina, it was an A with a circle, and R was Russia or whatever. And they were all going Russia, and I'm going C, and I'm circling it, and I'm like pushing my, you know, pointing to it (laughs) on the table because we're not talking to each other because we don't want anybody to hear answers. And, of course, I was right. Um, We still won. It's the thing is, do we win by – 18 points or 19 points. We got one, <laughs> we got one that we did eight, we got a hundred on, plus the extra points. So we got a hundred percent on one. But even sometimes we won on sixteen because mm. some of them were kind of hard. And you know, we were like, oh, we should have been 17. You know, we should have been 18.
1: You're competing against yourself at this point.
0: Pretty much at that point, because we were just so competitive. We we wanted to win. So, but that was a lot of fun. That was a lot of fun. So, so
1: I I have some questions about the trivia because I since I haven't yes. sailed on Princess. So First thing, um, do you grade your own paper or do you pass it no. to another group?
0: No, you send it to somebody else, and you know you want to get close on the spelling. They understand if you're a little, you know, if you, you know, if it's an EA or an AE, you know, you, they give you a benefit of the doubt for spelling. Right. Um, in some cases, some cases not because that word that D should be a P and that changes the whole, you know. Answer and then right. you don't know, get it right. But no, you do not read your own paper. You you trade with everybody. See,
1: Car- Carnival does that, and and it drives me nuts. And I've seen people they cheat, cheat, and even yeah. get get caught cheating. And it's just like Mgrr. now here's the next question. And this is what makes it more painful on Carnival for me than like say Royal Caribbean. Uh, if you win on Carnival, of course you get the the cherished ship on a stick. Royal Caribbean gives you a keychain. I think Norwegian. I think I won a deck of cards. We just, those are fine but the ship a stick like has this sort of I don't know it's it just this, it stands out as as like a memento or a trophy. A trophy. Yeah. What what does Princess do for trivia winners?
0: Well, you, we got um you know some branded tr- you know tri- or uh, princess things. The first thing we got the very first day was um the little drawstring bag cuz my princess person, uh, Lori actually sent me gifted me uh, one of the Stanley bears. Um, and our friends at, at adventures ahead gifted me a box of Godiva chocolates, nice. you know, and yeah, when I got there and I saw the certificates, so I went to go pick them up in the shop. Of course I start crying, you know, I'm like, and, oh like, so nice people are so sweet. Um, but you know, Stanley came home in the, the Ziploc bag with me on the airplane. You know, I basically had to hold, cause my bag was so overweight. Um, and I, there's no, way I could squeeze them in. So it was like, I, you know, everybody has a toddler. I had a bear um, on my lap. <laughs> But um, you had like, like we got a, like a wine. Like one time, I got a wine cork. Um, we got some like plastic coasters that were they were, in, but they had like Caribbean princess on them. Lots of these little like notebooks, little, little journal notebooks, um, which I gave away a lot of them. I think I've kept one because we got that. We got seemed to get that prize a lot. Yeah. And when I had some people that would come in, like the gals I met that did tea with, um, when they gave them a tour of my 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 suite. I was like, here, you guys want, here, have some, you know, have here, each have a memento. and would you like bottles of water? Because I ordered too many, not knowing they were going to give me water, three bottles of water every day, and I bottled, you know, I ordered like 14 or was a dozen, actually, I ordered two dozen bottles of water, um, you know, so here, please take some, you know, here, you come here, I'll give you gifts. Um, and then, uh, let's see, the coasters, the bags, wine stopper, a lot of these little notebooks. I mean, they were prints and stuff. They were nice. Um, we really weren't out for the prizes to a certain degree, but just the fact of winning. Yeah. You know, the, yeah. And, and it got around, you know, pretty quick that, because trivia towards the end was very big, especially on the day that we weren't supposed to be at sea. Yeah, nobody um, had plans,
1: they, so they were like, Yeah, when they put us
0: into, a, to a, you know, one of the dining rooms, you know, quickly so they could, you know, use some of the other venues for other things to keep people happy um yeah we got around real quick that we were the trivia people so <laughs> yeah and some of them were like they just couldn't believe it was like how do you guys know all this stuff and we were like towards the end like i said we didn't even have to talk it was like you have a piece of paper and you know and you go take it to the bank and sometimes the question wasn't even over and we're already writing the answer down so <laughs> you know so that was a lot of fun but we didn't we really did the morning and afternoon trivia there would be like evening trivias and some of the bars that were like like music and stuff like that but those were just so much they were just they weren't nearly as serious so right yeah so yeah we had a lot of fun with trivia
1: that's cool so i was going to ask you why princess but i mean just listening to you talk about some of these things it's i can understand
0: well the reasons princess is that the first two cruises that we went on um they were gifts from my ex-husband's um uncle who used to her his uh, uncle and and then his aunt before she passed away there they always used to go on princess cruises all the time mm. and then um his uncle would gift to his nieces and nephews their families cruises because um you know he had he he you know she was very generous and um worked at lily's and um you know kimber you know lily mm-hmm. and then You know, managed to get lots of retirement and stocks and things like that. So, you know, he he just you know was very generous. And so, those were the first two cruises we'd ever been on. And so, when I took my huge hiatus uh, before I went back to cruising, it just happened to be a Princess cruise that my my dad and stepmom and sister and family were on. And so, I was like, well, you know, I still have an account with them. You know, I can go on their site. And every now and then, I would look and think, you know, I really like to go on a cruising. I kind of miss doing that. It was a lot of fun and. And I like to do, you know, now that I do everything solo, I can pretty much, you know, go and, you know, that sounds fun. Let's go do that. So I do that a lot of other things in my life. So it was fun to do it with cruising. And like I said, I've decided that this year is going to be cruise year. Um, You know, did the Panama Canal and then uh, and I booked it, like I said, this time last year when I woke up one morning it was 11 below, and, <laughs> and and Facebook Memories was reminding me that the year before that, in January of 18, on that same day, I was in Dominican Republic, nice. lying on a beach at a resort, and you know, a year later it's negative 11, and I have to get up <laughs> and hope my car starts. So I was like, that's it, I'm booking a cruise. I'm not doing this this time next year. Well. So, you know, I, had, I gave work 50 weeks of notice that I'm doing this once I cleared it with my work husband, was like, okay, I'm going to be gone for two weeks in January. Is that going to be a problem? And, and he said, no. And then about mid-year, oh, about August of this past year, I decided, you know what, Well, I mean, let's do Alaska again. Um, and so I went ahead and booked Alaska. So, And that's at the end of August, and it's that week because Labor Day is late this year, it just worked out well, and I figured by then most of the kids will be back in school. So,
1: yeah, probably don't have to worry about too many of them on Alaska cruises for the most part, too. Well, it is in the summer because
0: when yeah. we went, you know, many years ago, and we went in July, there was a lot of, you know, a lot of families, and and mm-hmm. not to put down kids, I mean, I had mine, but you know, I I had mine. They're grownups <laughs> now, um, and they were like really worried that because they cruise with their dad and have. Um, and they're pretty much like, are you sure you really don't want us to go with you, mom? (laughs) You know, That's a really big suite. Are you sure that you can be, you know, they had no concern about my welfare. They just wanted to go on a cruise, um, (laughs) you know, in a big suite with, you know, just happened to be that, you know, mom was going. So, you know, (laughs) if I wasn't going and they got to go in the suite, they would have just as much fun without me. So, but we had a lot of fun together. So that would, at some point, maybe I'll take them all, but First off, they have to figure out who's going to watch their dogs because I'm the one that watches, you know, I don't have grandkids, I have grand dogs. So uh, when they travel for work or fun, I'm, you know, we really go to take them to grandma's house. So like you guys have to figure out what you're going to do with your dogs first before you can go cruising. So yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, we have the dog thing, but
0: yes, yes. Uh, But you know, dogs are great, and uh, but I, I don't even own a plant anymore in my life because (laughs) I don't want to be responsible for anything to die just for my inattention. Um, I like to be able to say, "Oh, that sounds fun. I think I'll go here this weekend," or "Hey, I'm going to go do this."
1: There's definitely a tour. I
0: did get a tour, a private tour of the medical center, and I went down. And just introduced myself to the medical director and explained to him what I do in my real world, in my real job, because he had just done the ultimate ship tour, like 10 minutes before I went down there, unbeknownst to me, I just thought I would go down on a particular day and, and said, you just missed a tour. Well, and I said, Well, let me explain to you why I would like to talk to you. And when I told him what I did for a living and everything like that, his whole demeanor changed. And he just gave me the whole you know, inside baseball on everything, nice. and I, yeah, and he even showed me as far as the crew because I was interested in you know how do you treat the crew? I mean, I know how you're going to treat the pain patients. How do you treat your crew? And and you know, how are you guys with safety and and things like that? Plus, he got to show me the morgue, which I I knew they had on board. Hmm. Um, apparently, um, cruises to Hawaii have a very high mortality rate because uh, uh, yeah. I was, well, a lot of times he says. A lot of times they're in such poor health that they can't fly, so they'll take a ship to oh, Hawaii, okay. huh. and sometimes they're in that poor health, and then that's kind of how, you know, that's kind of where it happens, and there was actually two patients, inpatient, in the medical center when we were there, and when we got to Jamaica, they one of them um, was taken out by ambulance to a local hospital, hmm. so... Wow. And there was a high, you know, I was asking him, you know, because there was a high number of, you know, elderly folks. I'm asking, you know, what kind of insulin is, are you, you know, what brands of insulin are you keeping on board, uh, you know, talking about this, you know, so it was a lot of, it, I think he really enjoyed having not just the generic questions answered. And so that was, so that was a lot of fun. I, I, I wonder by asking him that stuff, if I could write this trip off as a business expense, but they said no.
1: <laughs> Worth a shot uh, though.
0: Yeah, I asked the president of my company when I was in his office on Monday, you know, he's asking me how my trip was because I was emailing him from the ship and I uh, said, Hey, by the way, I did this. Do, can I write this off? He says, No, oh, darn it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I said, Could I? I should have, what I should have asked him is not the, the cost of the ship, but can I just like take a couple, call a couple of these days not as vacation? Can I just like, you right. know, yeah, make these, don't count these towards my PTO. So <laughs> I did buy jewelry. I went nuts on the rings. I like rings. And I bought some stones and I had a lot of fun doing that. And I think you may have seen, I, Kimber and Matt, you may have seen the picture when I was in the Effie store where I let them, I asked them to, um, on one of the, the final night, to let me try on the most expensive necklace in the place, which <laughs> they did. And I wanted to have a nice picture to take in the dress I had on. So I had them do the, one of the, the blue, um, I, I like tanzanite. My mom's not on computers or internet or anything. So I have to actually print pictures off and send to her. (laughs) So I wanted to have a nice picture of me. And I had the big necklace and it was like $195,000. Oh, Oh, wow.
3: I'm
2: I'm looking at it right now.
3: Yeah. That's that's
2: crazy. I'd be terrified to touch it. Yeah.
0: No, I really, I mean, I like doing that kind of stuff, but you know, I, and of course it didn't hurt that I just bought like another little bobble at that point, and uh, but they were really nice and oh sure you can try anything on and and so I said can I do that and take a p-? and they took the picture they took several different pictures for me so I because I basically said, I want to take a big pic- nice picture like this to send to my mom so <laughs> they were very nice about that so that was that was a lot of fun and I I flew into had the opportunity to fly into. Um, Fort Lauderdale I did the day before and I had a chance to um, meet up with a Jane Austen author that had written a book about Jane Austen's stuff who lived in Fort Lauderdale and he cruises a lot yeah. and so we had a nice dinner the night before the cruise talking about cruising in Jane Austen so you know the Venn diagram of my life still managed to <laughs> full circle so is there any other questions you guys have or anything matt or i know? just
1: have i just have one more question and and that is just the um do you think you'll do another Panama canal cruise was it is it a one-time thing or, or do you think you I want to I don't know. Again?
0: At some point, I, I'm kind of looking at my my schedule for all the events and things that I do. I'm kind of booked up until 2022. Mm-hmm. And so if I do any more cruising, it may be like the even numbered years might be. I've kind of taken the conscious decision that I'm going to try to do a lot of travel before I retire. Yeah, um, I'm looking to retire in about 10 years. I really don't want to wait until I retire to do that kind of stuff. Um, I want to do it now. while you know, I'm, you know, fairly mobile, have the resources, and can truly enjoy it. I don't want to try to do it all at the end. So I may go back because I, I would like to go to Costa Rica. Yeah. And um, that may be the only way i a cruise to in order to do it is to do the Panama Canal thing. Unless you know, I go to a different cruise line that has that in their itinerary. It's hard I've never to find been
1: Costa Rica you know, unless you do Panama is. Canal.
0: Um, I might, you know, I've never done any of the the Mexican ports before, so I know a lot of them are kind of commercialized, but it would be fun to kind of experience that. Um, I'd like to do the ABC Islands. Mm, um,
3: yeah. My
0: dad yeah. and stepmom, they live in um, near Fort Myers, and so they cruise a lot since, you know, and they cruise all sorts of different cruise lines, and so, you know, they can drive to the ports uh, or, or fly to places. I mean, they've done Hawaii, they've done they said the Panama Canal cruise when they did it, that was their favorite. Uh, so, you know, they're going to the Mediterranean next November. So that's their next cruise. So, and I think they're, I think they're going on celebrity. So they kind of bounce around. Um, like I said, I'm kind of a loyalist and I want to try to like level up again. It's the whole gaming aspect of things (laughs) so that I can get the perks and then I might try something else. Um, but, you know, they get a lot of options. Like I said, I don't need the climbing walls and the zip lines and the roller coasters and, you know, all that to go on a cruise. Right. Um, you know, I'm, I'm more the historic stuff, checking out the sites, going to new places. And, and quite frankly, people were all worried about me doing this by myself. You know, within a day, you know, I had eight new friends. So, <laughs> you know, I, I had no problems.
2: You can take me on a princess cruise with you.
0: <laughs> okay. okay just don't <laughs> snore if, if you snore I, I have to like no i just smother snore. your smother you with a pillow because i can't handle people that snore so. right Matt? Um,
1: yeah that's right i she doesn't snore
0: yeah she doesn't snore. yeah okay
1: i don't have any audio recordings of it hey
0: either. <laughs> oh Matt! isn't you know, that so awful done? Do you like sleeping on the couch with, with the doll?
2: <laughs> I I told him I'm pretty sure that's either a video that he just like randomly found on the internet.
1: It's just audio. It's, it's just audio. Idea.
2: Yeah. So it's, there's <laughs> no proof that it's me. Well, thank you, Mary. We really appreciate you coming on. Yeah. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I had a great time. Well, there you have it.
1: Indeed. There you have it. The, the whole virtually unedited conversation with Mary Miller. I had to edit a couple of things out, mostly just like spaces and stuff where we didn't say anything.
2: Yeah, I think there was what, one spot and then the end when we just kept talking and talking about completely irrelevant this things. Is what, <laughs>
1: this is what we learned. Besides learning a lot about Princess, the Panama Canal, uh, we also learned a lot about Mary and we, we figured out that she is our people. I mean, we kind of knew that, I guess. Yeah. But she is like a geek. She is, she is like definitely a person that we could just like hang out with even if we didn't have the cruising. You know, some people you meet and you're like, This is great. We get along really well because of cruising, but if it wasn't for cruising, you probably would have never been in the same circles. You have nothing else in common. That is not the case with Mary. Yeah. Like we would we Mary- would be able I could see us like going and like having game night, watching movies.
2: Yeah, Mary is definitely the type of people that we are like.
1: Now since we have Mary Miller on we wanted to go ahead and get a cruise creature idea from her and you know she's not a big creature person unless it's like a wookiee or something I guess but <laughs> but she did but she did see some really cool creatures on her last cruise she did and that was in Panama
2: she did Panama uh, So we asked her about choosing a cruise creature and she said that she's not like Matt said not really a cruise creature person but she sent me a picture of a parrot that she saw and she was like "A parrot." hey how about this one and we were like okay let's figure out what it is and learn all about it so we can tell you
1: so are you saying mary miller gave us the bird
2: she did she at least she didn't flip it <laughs>
1: that's, that's true i mean you might have flipped through this anyway uh what kind of bird did she send us
2: She sent us a picture of the yellow-crowned Amazon parrot.
1: Oh, the yellow-crowned Amazon parrot. So, uh, look, uh, truth be told here, I am not a parrot person. I mean, I I, I have nothing against parrots. I like parrots. But I don't, like, you, you could name a lot of cruise creatures and just say, tell us about this, go, and I could just go. Like, I usually do some research on the cruise creature, but... I usually just do it to make sure I've got my facts correct or maybe to add a little bit of flair and stuff. Not so much with this parrot. I was able to pretty much figure out what kind of parrot it was without looking it up. Almost. Almost. I was close. I said, what, the yellow naped
2: yeah you you gave me a place to start you said amazon parrot and from there i was able to figure out which one it was i
1: had the word yellow in it too you did you did so look these are really pretty parrots i mean i don't know if there's such thing as a non-pretty parrot maybe a parrot with a bad feather day i don't know (laughs) but but these are green so you know they're your typical pirate parrot looking parrot they have uh yellow on their head which Makes like a sense. crown? Like a crown? Kind like of just
2: like? on the top of their head, not their whole head, because Which, that is another type of right, parrot. Right, it's a yellow crown? It's a yellow-headed... Yellow-headed... Yeah, so this is the yellow crown.
1: This is the yellow crown. If, if I may have messed that up. No, you well, said it right. Okay, okay, good. We're good. It's also got a little bit of red on it. You've got a little red on. You've got some red on. Anybody get that movie reference? Anyway, um... But not all of these Amazon parrots have the red, right?
2: Right. So this one in particular does have some red kind of under the wings. And it's not usually um, able to be seen when it's just like perched. Luckily, Mary's picture had that in it, which is the other reason I was able to identify it.
1: So a little bit of bright red. So it's mostly green, a little bit of bright red. Anyway, look them up. Yellow-crowned Amazon parrot. And you'll know exactly what they look like. You Mm -hmm. won't have to rely on all these... Descriptions being given <laughs> to you over a podcast And uh, they're they're kind of an average size parrot They're not as big as like a huge macaw You know, like imagine the parrot sitting on a pirate's shoulder Like that size And that's pretty much what you've got Like this really should be the pirate parrot I don't know if it is the pirate parrot It's probably an African gray or something Anyway, I don't know But um, but these guys are all throughout the Amazon basin So that's like the main part of sort of northern eastern um, South America. I almost said Australia. Not Australia. Not Australia. Sorry, I'm always thinking about Australia. But the Amazon, they do have a couple pockets outside of that. Like I think you read Guyana, uh-huh. and um, there was another place. Pan- I said Panama. Panama, Panama. So that's still which
2: makes sense. Kind
1: of South Central America area, and um, there apparently is a an introduced population in Grand Cayman. So maybe we'll see some in a couple weeks. Oh, maybe. And, but they're not native to there, and then also apparently there's a breeding population that was introduced into Puerto Rico. Uh-huh. So that that's kind of good news and bad news. Good news in the sense that this is a species of least concern, which means that they're they're far from being endangered. However, their populations are declining, but they're still robust enough that. They aren't immediately a concern. So that's always nice when we can talk about an animal that's not, you know, about to die off or something. <laughs> because so many are. That's one of the depressing things about having, you know, the, the aquarium job or any kind of education job. If you understand the reality of the animal kingdom in the world we live in. But anyway, um, they are of least concern at the moment. Hopefully they'll stay that way.
2: And they live a really long time.
1: What, like 10, 20 years?
2: Like 80 to 100 years. Oh,
1: so um, they're popular pets, right?
2: They are. They're very popular pets. Pop-
1: they're proper,
2: blah. blah. They are very popular pets.
1: <laughs> if you're going to get a pet of any kind, though, you want to be responsible as a pet owner. And, and if you're going to get a parrot that lives over 80 years, then you want to think about that because That's you a- may not have 80 years left. You know, I probably don't. So it's
2: quite the commitment.
1: Right, right. So make sure that you have arrangements because your parent can't, it's not going to turn 21 and move out on their own and get a job. You've got to supply home, housing, care for that parent for the rest of its life if it's longer than your life. <laughs> so for most of us, unless we're acquiring this parent at the age of, say, zero, two or something, yeah, I mean, you probably need to think about that. Yeah. Uh, What else about the Amazon parrot here? They're a taxonomic nightmare, apparently.
2: Yeah, I don't remember what the term was, but apparently since all of these... Taxonomic
1: headache, or taxonomer's headache. Yes. Is what she said.
2: All of these Amazon parrots look so similar.
1: It's not a parrot, which one is which. (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> <laughs> uh, they've uh, they've Struggled to figure out where to place Some of them so they've given It like the name the taxonomer's Nightmare headache, headache. What a, It's a headache. headache
1: just a headache not a nightmare Yeah that, that belongs to the eastern Western rat snake but anyway uh, Yeah so Amazon parrot Yellow crowned Amazon parrot No yellow headed Amazon no. parrot No yellow crowned Amazon Parrot that is that is The cruise creature for this week oh I guess we should say what they eat and stuff. I don't know. Oh
2: yeah, they eat fruits, ahead of nuts, myself. bugs.
1: The bugs? Did it say bugs? Or are you just <laughs> I, making that up? I You're just making that up, aren't you?
2: I Don't remember.
1: <laughs> they eat. They eat a lot of fruits. They eat nuts. They uh, they can get in trouble if they eat stuff that's too sugary or too salty. I I assume that is more a reference to people who are keeping them in as a pet. Of course, to be fair, I, too, can get into trouble if I get too much sugary or salty things in my diet. So I feel their pain, really. Yeah. Okay, well, we are almost at our cruise. When we're recording this, we actually have, like, 13 days and some hours or something like that. We are
2: so close.
1: So close. And so we're doing our countdown of eight things we're looking forward to. On this cruise, we are on number three.
2: Number three is Royal Caribbean.
1: Yeah, Royal Caribbean is a cruise line that I have been on before, but it's been a while. I'm happy just to change it up from Carnival. I mean, I've said this before, nothing against Carnival at all, but just to get that change and uh, an experience Royal Caribbean again, I'm super excited about that. I see this ship all the time, and it looks so cool, this Radiance-class Royal Caribbean ship. I can't wait to get on it and just see it for myself.
2: Yeah, and this is my first Royal Caribbean cruise, though I have been on four carnivals. And I'm just excited to try something different. I'd like to eventually do all of the cruise lines, so this is my first step into something new. A
1: whole new world. A whole new world. And actually, that's part of the reason why I'm excited about it, too, because I'm excited for you experiencing this new cruise line because i'm really anxious to see what you think since you've only been on carnival uh probably in a few weeks or four weeks i don't know somewhere in there uh we'll do an episode talking about maybe carnival versus comparing the Low two caribbean and yeah what what we like about each line and go from there
2: yeah all right matt i think it's time to head for the horizon until next time seize the day
1: have a fantastic week everybody Thanks for staying tuned in. We just wanted to remind you guys that it is Valentine's Day this Friday.
2: It is.
1: So find that special someone and if you don't have a special someone then gosh darn it, you be your own special someone and do something nice for him.
2: Like play him a nice song.
1: You know what? I think everyone out there could be our special someone's.
2: That's a great idea, Matt. Let's play him a song.
1: Sounds good. You see teeth so thin and a long dorsal fin That's amore That's
2: amore
1: With no scales on their skin and no pectoral fins That's amore That's amore. They have xenomorph jaws constantly open That Samore That's amore, that's
3: amore
1: living mostly in caves and small creatures to their graves that's amore